Hey, 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 Mr. Manly here with lesson number 169 in How to Be Manly. My nephew came to town recently. He's a dancer, and he's in town for the Nutcracker. He asked me to attend the ballet. I've never been much for dancing or any of that fancy stuff, but it's the holidays, and I said I'd attend. Well, I sat through the fairies and sugar plums for hours. After the performance, he asked what I thought. I knew I had to respond in a manly manner. If you ever find yourself in a similar situation, follow along in your manly manual, page number 169, and repeat after me. Number one, I've always avoided nutcrackers in my life. Now I know why. Number two, nutcracker seems appropriate. While you're pitching your tent, you can crack some nuts. Number three, I love your spandies. Do they give you a rise? Shortly after, as your nephew rises, knocks you over, and proves to you what a true nutcracker he really is, you know you won't be pitching your tent anytime soon. That's when you realize just what kind of man you really are. Until next time, this is Mr. Manley saying be manly and good day. Breaking the news that's already broken. It's time for Prospector's Briefs on Rock 107. Ozzy Osbourne's birthday is tomorrow. He'll be whatever age Sharon tells him he is. DoorDash laid off 1,250 of their corporate employees. On the bright side, they now have 1,250 new delivery drivers. You can now buy cargo shorts that hold a hot pocket. They're available in small through XL. I'll let you guess which size is already sold out. Making sure breaking news stays broken. Tune in Monday for Prospector's Briefs on Rock 107. Frosty the Snowman was a jolly happy suit. And now, another edition of how TV shows would be different if they had the internet. We'd like a ticket to the North Pole, please. <laughs> oh, what? Uh, the North Pole? Oh, uh, uh, yes. Uh, Ma'am, route you by way of Saskatchewan, Hudson Bay, Nome, Alaska, the Klondike, and Aurora Borealis. Got to make a change at Nanook of the North, though. Hmm, that'll be $3,000.04, including tax. Oh, but we don't have any money. No money? No money? No ticket! Will you let me sign into PayPal and pay that way? Yeah, sure. That was another edition of how TV shows would be different if they had the Internet. following rant may cause you to pull your hair out, scream at the radio, punch the dashboard. Complaints should be addressed to loudmouthyambag at rock107.com. Hey, I'm Rock107's Prospector, and here's what has me jacked. It's the holiday season. And I used to be able to say that without fear of someone screaming at their radio and being offended, saying that I'm part of the war on Christmas. Get lucid, man. Saying happy holidays or it's the holiday season is a convenient catch-all phrase that saves me from having to say multiple holidays. Even if you just want to look at the holidays a Christian may celebrate and ignore the others, you still have multiple holidays, so happy holidays covers it. Christmas and New Year's, boom, done with that one. Now, I'm not against saying Merry Christmas. In fact, I say it all the time. All year long, just to throw some people off. I'll say it in June and July, and people are like, what? And if I happen to know what religion you are or what holiday you celebrate, I will happily say Merry Christmas to you or the appropriate holiday. Yeah, I got no problem with that. I'm trying to be nice to you in the first place by wishing you a happy holiday, whatever that holiday may be. 
However, I've been on the other side of that coin where I've said Merry Christmas and a person got all upset and said, I'm Jewish. You should say Happy Hanukkah. To which I say, how was I to know that? But Happy Hanukkah. See, that's part of the problem. Some people are dying to get offended. Oh, they wait for the happy holidays and pounce on you. You're destroying Christmas. Slow down, Flo. That's not what I'm doing. I'm simply covering my bases. Don't go acting like we're not allowed to say Merry Christmas or that we're suddenly allowed to say it again. Again, if I know what you celebrate, I'll address you with the proper greeting. But if I don't, I'm not going to run the gauntlet of holidays from Tet to Festivus, from Kwanzaa to Ramadan, from Christmas to whatever, until I get it right. Who's got that kind of time? I got things to do. I'm moving. I'll say happy holidays if I don't know what you celebrate. And if you get all offended and act like I cut off your arm, I'll happily rescind the happy holidays and leave you with something that rhymes with truck. I'm Prospector. I'm for the people. Who's with me? I gotta, 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 crazy man! Ever see the crazy guy screaming at the wall outside the Times building? Where does this rage come from, my son? Tweet us with... Hashtag, I found Prospector, and we'll come and get him. Prospector, mornings on Rock 107. Life's pretty tough right now. There's plenty of bad news, but it's not all bad. It's time for the brighter side of Prospector on Rock 107. A guy in Kansas says his six-year-old pit bull saved his life Sunday. He was asleep watching football, woke up to her nudging his head, and realized his house was on fire. The home is a total loss, but he and the dog made it out and are healthy. Thanks. We needed that. The brighter side of Prospector on Rock 107. You got to keep up with technology. I'm Rock 107's Prospector. Even Santa is doing it. I know he's magical and can surveil all the kids and all that kind of stuff, but Santa has a texting service that sends messages to kids for the holidays. You can sign up for it, you know? And as you get closer to the holiday, closer to Christmas, it gets more frequent. You get more texts from Santa. But sometimes you get texts you don't want to get from Santa. Here are some of the texts you don't want to receive from Santa. You up? Unsolicited Yule Log pics. Yeah, you don't want to get that text from Santa. Send nudes. <laughs> That's definitely a text that you don't want to get from Santa. Ho, ho, hoes. You in? You don't want that coming to your inbox for the kids? Uh, want to Netflix and really chill at my poll? These are texts you definitely don't want to get from jolly old St. Nick. Want to work my reindeer? Using the back door. Oh, Santa, come on. Would you like to taste my candy cane? See, again, texts that you don't want to get from Santa Claus. You want to play some reindeer games? And the number one text you definitely don't want to get from Santa Claus. I hear it's real tight sliding down your chimney. What's a yam bag? A fool, an idiot, a blockhead, a dunce, or an ignoramus. You know, a dullard, simpleton, or a clot, nitwit, dipstick, pea brain, mouth breather, or cretin. It's now time to announce the winner of Prospector's Yam Bag of the Week, as decided by you at rock107.com. Here are the nominees. Nominee number one. Two hot dog vendors had 100% beef over the weekend, and I'm not talking about what was in their dog. A 21-year-old hot dog vendor named Yanni Yanes allegedly stabbed another hot dog vendor in a turf war. It happened in downtown San Diego last week outside of Petco Park where an event was happening. 
Police say there was a brawl involving 10 to 15 people, which started after vendors from Los Angeles set up shop in areas where San Diego vendors are typically serving hot dogs. It's unclear if either group had a permit. Cops say Yanis stabbed a 31-year-old man in the back. He was arrested and the victim was hospitalized with non-life-threatening injuries. No one else was seriously hurt. There's video of the aftermath in a news report online where people are still casually buying and eating hot dogs as police are on the scene. Nominee number two. Here's another calm and measured response at the drive-thru. A 35-year-old guy named Jarell Oates went to a Wendy's in Gastonia, North Carolina last week and ordered a Baconator meal. Then he got angry when they wouldn't give him barbecue sauce to go with it. A drive-thru worker told him sauce was extra, like 30 cents more, but he refused to pay and just sat there for 20 minutes while people in line behind him waited. The whole thing went from annoying to scary, though, when he started threatening the employees and pulled a gun. They shut the drive-thru window on him and called 911. The manager said Jarrell challenged them to come outside and said he wanted to shoot them and was looping around the parking lot in his car. Cops showed up and arrested him. Turned out the gun he was waving around was stolen. He's facing charges for communicating a threat and possessing a stolen handgun. Nominee number three. If all the family time over Thanksgiving made you feel like you were losing it, hopefully you didn't actually snap like this guy. Police in Oklahoma arrested a man named John Armstrong on Saturday after a family game of Monopoly turned violent. The family was drinking alcohol and playing Monopoly when John started fighting with his stepfather. They knocked over the game board, turned over furniture, and then took the fight outside. At some point, John was cut on the head and responded by pulling out a gun and chasing his stepfather and stepsister down the street. He did fire a shot, but thankfully he aimed at the ground and no one was hurt. John was arrested for assault with a deadly weapon and sent to Tulsa County Jail. It's unclear specifically in the game what caused the fight or how many hours they were into the game. Nominee number four. There are criminal masterminds, and then there are these guys. Police in Oregon have been looking for two guys who crashed their van into a convenience store early Tuesday morning. They wanted to steal an ATM, and they backed the van into the building to get access to it. They loaded the ATM into their van, pulled over into another parking lot where they apparently tried to blow up the ATM to get the loot. Security cameras caught the van with a raging fire in the back. So yeah, they were trying to blow it up inside the back of the van. It's unclear what happened after that, but since police are still looking for them, they must have gotten away. Cops didn't say if they think the guys still had the van and or the ATM. And the winner is... The guy who pulled a gun out of Wendy's because he didn't get free barbecue sauce in the drive-thru with his Baconator order. <laughs> Did that work out for you? No, it didn't. And you're the Yam Bag of the Week. Stay tuned for a whole new slate of nominees for Prospector's Yam Bag of the Day. Weekday mornings, right here on Rock 107.